Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Rock and roll, everybody. Good morning, football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's a Monday, December 18th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. Kyle, you were seen on the network this weekend having a conversation with one. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Very Metallica of you. How'd it go? It was awesome. Quoted a little bit of Master of Puppets. We talked about his relationship with Sean Payton. And then he went and just destroyed Sean Payton's team. I mean, that was a, that was a whooping. You know, I think Dan was fired up about it. You know, there's one bigger Metallica fan than Dan Campbell out there. You know who it is. Jason Light, the general manager of the Buccaneers, oh. is a bigger Metallica fan than him. And he also had a rock and roll weekend. The Buccaneers, we haven't talked about him yet today, major win in Lambeau. Division leaders, first place. They're, staying, they're getting hot. Baker had the game of his life. It was Very really, good. really good. I don't, well, have, I don't have any follow-up of another Metallica no, fan no that Metallica I can name off the top of my well, head. So. That's all right. Mm. It's for shame. That's all right. Mm. We have to pick a team now who made the loudest statement on Sunday. Jason, where do you take us? Like you're watching the games on from Thursday to Saturday to Sunday, and you're rooting for your favorite teams who are making a case for this team. Buffalo's coming running. Miami yep. goes 30-0. to zero. The Cowboys falter. I feel like the 49ers are just sitting up on their perch and they're just like, mm-hmm. continue to talk about these peasant teams. We're just going to go out there. We're going to play football. We're going to do our thing. They clinched a division at NFC West yesterday. They put 45 points against the Cardinals. McCaffrey scoring touchdowns. He's wide open. Debo Samuel scoring touchdowns. He's wide open. Echeverez Ward taking a pick six. I want to know what he was clocked out as a mm-hmm. ball carrier right, right. on that one. The 49ers just look good. Brock Purdy is number one, and it looks at just about every quarterback stat that you can think of. All this MVP talk, we were talking about Dak Prescott a lot last week. I was included. Brock Purdy seems to be the favorite right now, going for that MVP as he just continues to win games. 
It's just unbelievable as you watch this 49 teams. When they're clicking on all cylinders, you watch them, you're like, who is going to beat them in the NFC or AFC for that matter? If I'm picking a statement winner or a team that looked really good this weekend, it's hard to look past the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they're amazing. They look great, and they're all healthy right now, yeah. which is the key part. They've lost guys along the way, but even your guy – Traverius Ward, two picks yesterday, continuing to have an amazing yep. season, could be an all-pro, and that's a guy that you didn't expect to be the one stepping up. A couple weeks ago on this show, coming off a loss to the Eagles, I said that the Buffalo Bills had a 14% chance of making the yeah. playoffs. They win one game against the Chiefs, they win another game against the Cowboys, and the rest of the league starts picking each other off. I just went on to the New York Times Upshot, which does a really good playoff odds thing, almost like their Kornacki version of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Bills have a 71% chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> That's what they got. Oh, how times 14 have to 71. changed. They went from 14% to 71%. And I think doing it on national TV doesn't matter as far as the percentages go. Doing it the way they did yesterday against a Cowboys team that everyone was hyping doesn't matter as far as percentages go. But if the playoffs were today, they're not in the playoffs. And yet... Everyone kind of is assuming, oh gosh, here come yeah. the Bills. Two wins can do that. But I also think it really started with that game against the Eagles before the bye. They really played the Eagles tight. They gave the Eagles everything they could handle. And then they go and they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. And they take care of business against the Cowboys. Buffalo, remaining schedule. They play at the Chargers in L.A. on Peacock Saturday night this weekend. Okay, Then they are home against the Patriots. All right, When the Patriots come limping into Buffalo. And then they're at Miami, which is obviously a big game. But the way Buffalo's playing right now and the way they've beaten the Dolphins this year already, I don't know if they're you know, trembling over the thought of having to play at Miami. Buffalo right now out of the playoff field. Yeah, what a statement yesterday's win was. We can beat you with Josh Allen being Superman, as he's done all of his career, or we can beat you the way he did yesterday with James Cook leading the way mm-hmm. and our defense taking care of business. I, I think the Bills, we all really like Ken Dorsey as a guy, and I feel like I grew up watching him. This is why you make those decisions. They let go of their coordinator. I'm sure McDermott hated doing it. Yeah. And they're like, they're this run team now. I mean, it's an amazing thing. They, James Cook is going to finish with 1,000 yards rushing, 600 receiving. James Cook, this is a guy we've all kind of talked about. We know was, you know, Dalvin is his brother. Like, but he's becoming a star right in front of us. And it's these cold weather, grinded out games where, Jason, how many times have we talked about the Bills? It's like, well, they need Josh to be Superman. Yes. Like, we know he's Superman. That's not enough. We've seen him be Superman for three or four years. It's never enough. They always lose in the playoffs. This year, we don't even know if they're going to get to the playoffs. So the fact that they have this guy, if you didn't see this game, I cannot illustrate to you how good he looked. He dominated. It wasn't just like, oh, he had a nice game. I'm telling you, he looked like a first-team All-Pro running back. He looked like everything you want a running back to look like, catching, running, everything. And that's fine. Everybody's got running backs. It's a dangerous thing to let them have that other guy coming down the stretch. I just can't get over the fact that, I've said this earlier, someone's going to win the division and maybe have to host the Buffalo Bills who might be on a six-game winning streak and might have the MVP and Josh Allen on their team. And it's so unfair, but that's the way they're looking right now. I still think Bills have Chargers, fine. Patriots, they got some business with the Patriots they lost to last time. And then maybe the greatest game of all time at Miami. And, like, (sighs) listen, we'll get into it when it gets to it. The Bills hate playing down there more than other teams playing down there. They're not afraid to talk about it. They think it's unfair. They use loaded phrases like they cheat down there. It's super (laughs) saucy with them in Miami. I hope it means everything. And the way the Bills are playing, it's going to. That was a massive win. Just real quick, the Dolphins, the way their schedule lays out, 
home against the Cowboys at the Ravens, there is still a chance the Bills can win the division. Yeah. And that game decides the division. So barring a Miami collapse, no. But if that does happen and it's yeah. not that crazy, Buffalo could be playing for a home playoff game too. Oh, Jason, you're usually the one who tries the like, so when you're dating, I'm going to try that on for size right now. Please because do. advice that people get is like, if he wanted to, he would. And that's how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys this morning. Like if you wanted to make a noisy statement about yourselves on Sunday night, then you would have and you did because before the game even started, I was getting snarky tweets from Cowboys fans because we make our playoff predictions mm. and I didn't have them in the playoffs and haha, I yeah. get it, you clinched it before the game began, but then you never even showed up for the game. I don't understand. Like, congratulations, you're in, mm. but now what? There was no statement, there was no noise. No, I disagree, I Jamie. Go with this. It was the loudest statement. It doesn't have to be a positive statement. Right. That was it a just, very loud was, statement. Or it was just mute. It was just nothing. They proved nothing. They didn't shout, they didn't scream, yeah. they didn't bang their chest, they didn't say we are the NFC. They could have done any of those things take your pick mm -hmm. on a Sunday afternoon and they did not they went to Buffalo and their screams got lost in the snowy wind in western New York it was I, I just was waiting because Kyle you were on game day morning a couple weeks ago and yeah. they, can the Cowboys do this can the Cowboys yeah. do that and Kyle's response is always <laughs> what difference does it make show me something show me different Fair. those guys were so mad that I did that I know and Rich is like you broke the segment you I'm like I know I got to break the segment I can't sit here and get him be like yeah they can yeah. Dak's gonna be good like come on now guys because it's good for DB to answer the question who made the loudest statement and to say the Dallas Cowboys when it, if it was 31 to 10 the other direction yeah. but it was not if yeah. he wanted to he would and the Cowboys did not yesterday and that was noisy enough for me the holiday classic is back on NFL Network speaking of Rich Eisen you're going to see him on Christmas Eve yep uh, and Kurt Warner and I think Sherry Burris and James Palmer I think it's mm. double dip on the sideline watch a special Sunday night of primetime football as the Patriots and the Broncos light up the night the NFL holiday classic Christmas Eve style live 8 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL Plus that game not on Peacock. Still to come on football. Game balls that we have to hand out, player, coach, a combination of the two. Week 15 had a lot of deserving options, Kyle. Guess who's on the call for that Peacock game? Tariko Collins were Stark. Oh, right. And then and the A crew. Where do they go? Then they have another one the next day? or? Oh. Okay. Oh, because it's Christmas the next And then we got NFL Network the next night. Okay. We got all kinds yeah. of fun stuff. I like this. Time to open the get presents. Your phones uh, the Eagles have lost 15 straight to the Seahawks. Is that true? We'll get into it next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, watch Creighton, they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton, because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then those. Never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Covino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Seahawks are hosting Monday Night Football this evening with the latest on the Monday Night quarterback situation that affects both teams. Here's our Ian Rapport. Heading into tonight's game between the Eagles and Seahawks, I would say there's significant questions at the quarterback position. We will start with Geno Smith, the Seahawks starting quarterback who's been battling a groin injury the last couple weeks. My understanding is he has an uphill battle to be able to get out there. He's officially listed as questionable. Same as last week when he tried to play didn't get particularly close to playing, and Drew Locke had to step in and start. Played fine, but it's going to need a better effort tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. More information as it comes on Geno Smith and his availability closer to game time. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles starting quarterback, also listed as questionable for a different reason. He is sick. He's been battling an illness. It worsened overnight. He actually flew separately from the team just to make sure he didn't affect anyone. Hopefully he will be feeling better by game time. Most players who are sick end up playing, but another one where that information should come closer to kickoff. And then there was a significant change for the Eagles on defense. Sean Desai, one of the bright young minds in the NFL who has been their defensive coordinator, is moving from the field up to the booth. And Matt Patricia, the former Lions head coach, former Patriots defensive coordinator, is going to call plays. He'll be down on the field. He'll be working directly with players. A significant change for the Eagles that they hope will pay dividends on the field. Here's the NFC playoff picture. The Eagles are right there. Ian, with a really interesting report as it pertains to Philadelphia's defensive coordinator position. They play tonight. They did clinch a spot courtesy of that Niners win Sunday. So they're in the playoffs. The Cowboys loss also put Philly back atop the division. Now the Eagles uh, control their own destiny as far as NFC East goes. If they win out, they have a home playoff game, and they obviously uh, would host at least the first two rounds of the playoffs. But they would still be looking up at that uh, 49ers team, as Jason said, that was sitting on their perch coming into the weekend, and they still do. Speaking of perches, the Eagles and the Seahawks face off tonight in Seattle. A huge game for both teams trying to bounce back from their losing streaks. A lot of unknowns heading into this matchup between Geno Smith and Jalen Hurts. What are your expectations from tonight, Peter? Really interesting nugget from Jay Glazer yesterday on the Fox NFL Sunday show where he's like, hey, just by the way, Sean Desai, who's been the defensive coordinator all year long, 
despite the team being 10-3, and three, is being removed, and Matt Patricia is going to be calling mm. defensive plays. You don't see that happen to teams that are 10-3 and three and have the two-seed in the NFC. That's Philadelphia. It's not good enough to just be good. They want to be mm. great. They want to be at their best. And it sounds like uh, Desai is going to have a different role. Still on the team. Wasn't fired. But they're handing over some very key responsibilities to Patricia, who's been there all year long. Uh, we're talking while Ian was giving that report. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Patricia's face. I think Matty P's down 30 pounds. Great, I saw him recently. He looks, he looks really good. He seems to be playing a bigger and bigger role in Philadelphia. But if you're a Patriots or Lions fan, you're laughing your butt off right now, being like, really? Matt Patricia? They're not laughing in Philly. They think Matt Patricia gives them the best chance to get over the hump and not only win tonight, but to compete against that San Francisco team. You know, the last two losses for Philadelphia have been head-scratching. A lot of miscommunication, and it's all three levels on defense. The hope is that this shakeup can save the season because in Philadelphia, being the two-seed and losing in the NFC Championship game or being the three or four-seed and losing in the divisional round, it's just not good enough. They're trying to be excellent. They're trying to be historic. They're going to Patricia here in this key spot. Shocking to see in a lot of ways because they're so, they're so good. But in that franchise, good it's just not good enough. Very interesting. I love what you said, Patriots fans, Lions fans, and you sometimes forget that Matt Patricia was a defensive coordinator in New England, which earned him that head coaching job with the Lions. Didn't work out. Goes back to New England's coaching offense, something that wasn't really in his wheelhouse, something he was familiar with, and then obviously goes on to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm fascinated by this. Darius Slay had surgery. He won't be out there for them on defense. But then just from a player's perspective of switching coordinators this late in the season and Patricia, a guy that... This isn't typically his type of defense. When you watch him in New England, he was a man-to-man guy up front where the guys up front not to get two in the weeds, two gapping. Totally different from what Philadelphia does in the defense that's been installed with Sean Desai and what they've been running all season long. So I want to see how this all pans out because we talked about playing your best football in December. For the Eagles on defense, that has not been the case. They went out and got Kevin Byer to try to shore up the backfield on defense and they brought Shaq Leonard over. It didn't look good against the Cowboys, they've really struggled to make tackles, to cover people up. I've seen Slade defending himself in the defense in the media with his play on Twitter. So Patricia takes over, and obviously you can't change a defense. They're going to run the defense that they've been running all season long. The biggest change is how he sees the game and the situations in the different scenarios. When to play man versus when to play zone. When to blitz versus when to sit back. Those are going to be the things, and it's going to be a test with going to Seattle to see what they're able to do. But from a player's perspective, somebody different in your ear, somebody different calling the defense, how they react to that. We saw in Buffalo... Mm -hmm where Joe Brady takes over and they hit the ground running. And Pittsburgh, Jamie, you talked about it. They switched offensive coordinators and not much has changed. I'm fascinated to see the impact that Matt Patricia has on his defense. Mm. How did Patricia drop 30? He looks great. Less stress. Let me tell you, this this is like the fattest time of the year, too. This is not the time to be down 30, coming down the stretch in the holidays. I want to see I want to see if the Eagles can tackle. That's what they've been accused of. And this is not really the team you want to test that out against. See what you will about Seattle. They're flawed, but whether it's Walker or Charbonnet or DK, like they run really hard. They're not fun to tackle. But the Jalen Hurts situation is so interesting. So all the reporters have been talking about it. So they had their final team practice on Saturday before they traveled to Seattle. He missed it. They have to give him a designation. That's a huge deal with the NFL. It's a starting quarterback. So they list him as questionable. Travels separately from the team. Sick. Is this going to be a flu game situation? Is this going to be an IV all day situation? In some crazy scenario where he can't go, is it Marcus Mariota? And can you imagine how David Carr would feel if Mariota gets the feel and how, how much he'd be this. invested in that one? <laughs> and then what if Mariota starts playing really well? Is he just going to put the belt on? Uh, Philly needs this game. It's illness, tackling, all that stuff. They're, they're defensive coordinator. 
they got to win this game. It's not They're not playing well right now. All we've talked about all morning is the good teams in December show you they're the great teams and they're ready to roll. Philly needs a win. and they need. I don't care who the quarterback is or who the D.C. is. you got to get a win. <laughs> To remind everybody, a couple weeks ago, our colleague David Carr had to take some heat because he was on Total Access, and mm-hmm. he said that I think Marcus Mariota should mm-hmm. play instead of Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts just isn't right. Yep. Everyone else heard Marcus Mariota is playing a better quarterback spot than Jalen yeah. Hurts in that moment. It was uh, it was ugly for him. We came on, we taught, we essentially defended it, and it was mm. it made essentially <laughs> defended it. I think we clarified it. it. Clarified it. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying the clarification. And now David Carr, we can't stop talking about it. He's the face of Marcus Mariota, for sure. <laughs> Never mind that Netflix special. That's it. If Mariota plays tonight, that is the David Carr Super Bowl. Like and it. I'm with you, DC. I, like I don't it. know you that well, but I'll be rooting for you, buddy. Yeah, I, really I just will. heard the beep, uh, the backup beeper on that one. Beep, beep. We take yeah. it back. Clarified it. I blacked out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's this season, Jake. I mean, there's going to be times that uh, you just got to trust your guys. And, and again, I, that locker room, I, I trust that locker room because they, they work their butts off and then they fight like crazy. It's that time of the Monday morning where we do Coach of the Week, and that's our Coach of the Week right there. That is Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. You know what? Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Week last week as well. This is back-to-back weeks for Kevin Stefanski, and it's because of what they are winning with and how they are doing it. They're down 10 in this game. They find a way to win, and Joe Flacco is the one who leads them. But, gosh, you look at this, this lineup that they're rolling out there. It is a mash unit, and yet... Nobody cares. Work harder. That is the that is the slogan. Yep. Nick Chubb out, Conklin out. Of course, we learned that uh, Jarek Wills was going to be out this week as well. He's their starting tackle, and they're down to their fourth quarterback in Flacco. Flacco was, was awesome. David Njoku was awesome. But when you're talking about Coach of the Year, who's overcome the most to get his team the furthest? Mm-hmm. I think it's a three-horse race right now. It's Stefanski, it's Steichen, and it's D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. But I think what Stefanski has done over the last few weeks and to have the gumption to say, let's go with Joe Flacco off the couch because that is what our team needs the most right now, saying a lot. A huge win at home for Cleveland over a Chicago team that had a 10-point lead on them late. Mm. Kevin Stefanski, a coach of the year a couple years back, is my choice for coach of the week in week 15. Back Great choice. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Back back to back. Three-peat next week? Maybe. We'll find out. It's a dynasty. So. <laughs> Ooh. We all know when we get to show up at a game, be on the sideline, whatever, we kind of we brought, we really buy into the team that we mm-hmm. bear firsthand witness to, and that's how I feel about the Indianapolis Colts after Saturday. Defense looked great. Offense looked fire. Uh, Gardner Minshew, three touchdowns, but two guys specifically. So I'm going to give my game ball three ways. To Gardner, great. Three touchdowns, perfect. <laughs> Peter, you know this panic. Running back gets activated off the practice squad on yeah. Friday. Tyler Goodson. Tyler Goodson goes on to have 11 carries and 69 yards. He's an undrafted free agent out of Iowa. My producer in the second half goes, Jamie, put a pace on Tyler Goodson for us. we got to figure it out. I'm mm-hmm. scrambling. This guy at Iowa. Conversely, the other carrying the ball is Trey Sermon. Now, all these guys are carrying the ball because Jonathan Taylor's been hurt for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, Trey Sermon, 17 carries, 88 yards. These two, there was a drive in the second half where the Colts had 14 plays. Yeah. 12 of them were rushes. Yeah. Right down Those the throat. Those two uh, made up for it. It's a ridiculous story. Uh, names that you had not heard of. Trey Sermon, for example, the last time he was on that field was when he was playing for Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, random names. You were not expecting it, but here we are. R- names. You want to shout out your producer who got in your ear to put a face on Jonathan it? Siegel. Jonathan Siegel. Jonathan Siegel. Siegel. Siegel was like, come on, help us out. I was like, I'm going, I'm going. I'm drafted cool. free John Iowa. Great, great work. There have been two quarterbacks in the illustrious history of Lambeau Field to post a perfect passer rating. Talk about it. 
Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. and Baker Mayfield. Let's go. That's it. That is the list. Rodgers did it years ago against the Raiders. Baker did it yesterday uh, against the Packers. Guys, that means Brett Favre never did it. Joe Montana, Steve Young, at Al. Baker played, I think, the game of his life. And listen, the fact is with Baker, he just won't go away. Mm -hmm. Some people want him to. A lot of us are waiting to. He has no quit. I think about a year ago, it was like, yeah, maybe Baker should call some college football games, get in a booth for Fox uh -huh. and do college. He'll be really good at that. Nope. He's on his third team in less than a year. It was Panthers, Rams, and then Bucks. He's now on a first-place team. He played the second-ever perfect passer rating in the history of Lambeau Field. Baker, my game ball in a runaway, Jay. Baker Mayfield was balling, throwing the ball all over the field. I'm going to give my game ball to a coach. Coaches, sometimes they need love. They call perfect games. Sometimes coaches can be trolls. I'm giving okay. mine to the special teams coordinator and assistant head coach, Darren Rizzi for the New Orleans Saints. All right, you look at his picture, you're like, what is this? <laughs> Darren Rizzi for the Saints shows up with a Bergen Catholic t-shirt. Tommy DeVito went to Don Bosco. That is the rival high school Whoa. to Bergen Catholic, separated by just 15 minutes. Darren Rizzi, an alumni of Bergen Catholic, he showed up to the game and he meant business. You thought that was it. He'd show up in pregame. They win the game. He oh! gives a kiss and he gives him ah! this. Darren Rizzi was ready to go. I text my guy Rizzi after the game and I said, what are you doing out there? He said, I absolutely loved it. Rizzi recruited me to Rutgers. He's been coaching forever in the NFL, Miami, now in New Orleans. His team was out there, and they were balling. The defense was giving the signal to DeVito all day long. He said, I'm tired of all of this, and that's a rival high school football. It never dies. That's Bergen so cool. Catholic, Don Bosco, they fight it all out to know that St. Joe's Regional High School is the better one of uh -huh. all of them there put together. Right. But Darren Rizzi's my guy. Shout out to him having some fun out there on the Sunday. And he had the kiss on the cheek to had start the kiss that highlight, on the too. Cheek. How fitting. He's been paying attention. Darren Rizzi. This is what it is. New Jersey. He's from Bergen County. Who's our guy in Miami? The coach? Anthony? Oh, Campanelli. I can't. Another one. Same thing. All in the same Bergen County area. I thought last week was Riz week on the show. Now we got Rizzy. Riz King. Come on now. Riz God. Are the Ravens the true team to beat in the AFC? Are they the one? Playoff picture next right after this. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Good morning, football! The AFC playoff picture is really interesting right now because in that third column of your wild card and in your fourth column of the lurking and the Bills might be the hottest team in the division and the AFC East and maybe the hottest team in the conference based on the way they've played the last two weeks but they are currently out of it uh, meanwhile the Ravens are the one seed Dolphins the two Chiefs three and Jaguars limping to the finish line the four at the moment let's look at that top four a little closely down the stretch because the Ravens clinched they're one of three that clinched uh, yesterday teams the other two in the NFC so the Ravens are uh, holding strong with those 11 wins. The Chiefs could still come run into the top of the AFC, as could the Dolphins. A lot could transpire in the final weeks. Here is how those four teams have to fare down the stretch uh, with the Chiefs really remaining road game being against uh, a Chargers team that has really struggled the last couple of weeks. So. Take the gander at that, see who fares well and what's easy for some and harder for the others. But, Jason, your thoughts on the AFC one seed through 15 weeks. The one thing that we've been saying all morning long is you want to be playing your best football in December. We've talked about those teams. We talked about the Cowboys, the type of loss that they took in the NFC. We talked about the Baltimore Ravens and how good they've looked the last several weeks as they're preparing to make a run. The Miami Dolphins bounced back yesterday with a 30-0 to win. The Kansas City Chiefs are very interesting as they sit in that Talk three spot. It. When you look at their remaining schedule and the teams they have to play against, I feel like a few weeks ago we had already determined like there's not going to be an AFC title game at Arrowhead. The Chiefs don't have a chance. They were struggling, and it looked like we're watching Kadarius Tony line up off sides in that Buffalo Bills game, and just we're looking for that second weapon to step up besides Travis Kelsey. But you look at their remaining schedule with the rest of those top seeds, and we know the Dolphins and the Ravens have to play each other. They also have to play the Cowboys and the 49ers, respectively. Look at that third column, folks. That third column. We have the Raiders and we have the Chargers on there. Both of those teams and their players, they have their vacations booked. They know what Caribbean island they're going to be on. The Cincinnati Bengals, of course, they're in the playoffs right now. Jake Browning is playing some really good football. But for the Chiefs, you start to look at that. These other teams, they're going to beat up on each other and what they have going on. 
Could they find a way to steal that number one seed after going through a little bit of a mm -hmm. lull, especially oh offensively? God, I, I feel like that. You'll look in the AFC, and we're talking about Buffalo come running. You'll look at that, and you'll be like, this just isn't fair. They're not supposed to have that spot. So I look at the Chiefs. They're a team that you have to watch out for down the stretch. we got to remind ourselves of the folly of assuming wins. It doesn't true. work out that way. And very, I started the show with true. it for Buffalo. We yeah. all assume it, it's, it's don't assume it. And I would especially call that out about the Chargers, who now are going to get that interim coach bump. And like yeah. that. there's always some juice there to play spoiler I think over the next few weeks we're gonna be talking a lot of Dolphins like, just a lot they they hold a lot of the cards they're sitting there in the two and just the matchups are so good I mean as I told you never assume victories all right they're gonna beat the Cowboys next week I'm gonna tell you that right now they're gonna be at Miami Dallas can't win on the road they'll win that one and then we'll get to the interesting ones all right the Baltimore game is gonna be one of the biggest games of the regular season and then I'll speak for the table here. I think something we're all hoping for is an electric week 18 Woo. Bills at Dolphins. Like that, oh that is maybe the game of Sunny the year. Sunny You know what, Jason? <laughs> Screw it. I hope it's 130 degrees and 100% humidity and just bring it. And that one will be a, could be a de facto division title game. Mm. So, listen, the Chiefs are interesting. The Baltimore's front runner. Miami looks really – and then the Tyreek thing is really interesting. We yeah. thought we were going to yeah. see him. And then he's standing there in T-shirts. I hope he's back next week. A lot of Dolphins coming up next couple weeks, Peter. I'm excited for I'll it. take the bait and talk about the one seed, the Baltimore Ravens. Their schedule is really difficult also. They have to go to the 49ers. They go at San Francisco this week. Then they host the Dolphins. And then they play a Steelers team that could be fighting for their playoff lives. You know, we talk about Baltimore and Miami a lot as – their playoffs start now, both these teams. You don't want to have to go to Arrowhead for that AFC Championship game. Arrowhead has been the host of the AFC Championship game five straight years. It would be amazing if that happened. And yet, these two teams play each other in a pivotal game, which I think is at 1 p.m. on CBS. Like, the rare 1 p.m. Maybe home field at number one, and a bye is in the balance. But they both have huge opponents this week. Think about this. Ravens have to go to San Francisco and then play the Dolphins at home. The Dolphins have to host the Cowboys and they go at Baltimore. Ooh. Look at that Chiefs thing. Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. I'm sorry, we don't count wins, but those are much easier opponents. Definitely easier opponents. Six straight years it would be with Arrowhead and the Chiefs having a first round bye. The Ravens and the Baltimore, uh, Ravens and the Dolphins have to look at each other in the mirror and be like, we can't let that happen. What is that Jesse Pinkman like? He can't keep getting away with this! <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not only a back door, it's a back fence that is wide open, open. For, the, yeah. for the Kansas City Chiefs to steal that away. <laughs> the Dolphins and the Ravens can control their own destinies if they just take care of business. Yeah. Playoffs start right now for yeah. both those teams. The gate is just flopping in the wind at this point for the yeah. Chiefs. They have run of the mill. I'm curious about the Dolphins at this moment, also how it affects the Baltimore Ravens and the team that both of them might have to slash have to play, which is the Buffalo Bills. Not that I think that the Bills are going to come running and they, they can't get the one seed, but what they can do is play spoiler to a lot of these teams. They could beat the Bills in Week 18. They could have to play the beat Ravens the in the yeah. first week. Yeah, yeah, beat the Dolphins, excuse me. Uh, they could have to play the Ravens in the first week of the playoffs the bills could just be this team that is just sitting there with that cheshire cat sinister grin and even if the chiefs get the one seed they have to host the bills again like that i just think mm -hmm. blowing up the one seed conversation i just can't not keep thinking about the buffalo bills as it pertains yeah. to all these teams can we do bills the chiefs again in the playoffs are we ready for that <laughs> sure why not special and this number 13 which is always t um written on taylor swift's hand all of a sudden comes up again wasn't it 13 seconds left or something like that oh yeah we'll relive it bill's got to get in though first. Yep. <laughs>
Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.